0: Hi, welcome back to Take Me to Your Theater. In this episode, we practice social distancing and talk our quarantine movie picks with a special guest. Make sure to stick around to the end to hear some updates on the State Theater. Stay safe and please enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Alex, and as always, I'm joined with my co-host, Mr. Tyler Byram. Hey, guys. In this episode, we have a special guest joining us. He's the creative mind behind Ursa Major Supply, a collectible pin and apparel brand in Northern California, as well as a graphic artist and a pop culture extraordinaire. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a round of applause to
1: Mr. Victor Mares. Hey, thanks so much for having me, guys. Appreciate it. It's been a while since I talked movies on a podcast, so just happy to be here.
0: Yeah, thanks for stopping by. Uh, let's just jump into it, Tyler. If you want to lead it off, do you have any uh, movie recommendations?
2: Um, not so much movies. Um, it's been a while. Uh, one of the things I watched a little more recently that we've talked about—I'm pretty sure we've talked about it before—was uh, Francis Ha. Um, I, wa- I watched that for the first time uh, just the other week, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, like you guys had said before, like kind of that—you know—Noah Baumbach doing that real, that real life story where it just feels like you picked up in the middle of somebody's life and then you just follow them for like a portion of it. And then it's just that, you know, that's the end of the movie. You get a little glimpse into somebody's life for a brief moment and uh, it, it was fantastic. Um, but mostly I just been kind of watching uh, TV shows, just kind of things to really pass the time and kind of go numb and stare at the screen for a while. But i um, been watching the Clone Wars, been getting caught up on that. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's really all I've been up to. I mean, still, still working technically essential. Um, so, but you know, anytime I'm not at work, just trying to catch up on, uh, TV shows and seeing what's out there. Unfortunately, there's not many movies coming out. Um, so looking at, you know, the watch list I have and got to, got to catch up on that. But yeah, just looking forward to whenever some
0: new movies start pumping out. Uh, what are you mostly streaming on? Uh, it's Netflix, Hulu.
2: A little bit, a little bit of everything. Um, the one that I want to start watching soon is that, uh, I think it's called the great. It's the, uh, uh, I, I couldn't tell you who exactly, but, um, it's a lot of the same people who, uh, uh, made the favorite and it looks very similar along those lines. Is that um, the,
0: is that the one with L fanning? Yep. Yep. And then, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, I'm blanking on his name right now. It- I'm not too sure. I had uh, listened to um, the NPR. They were talking about the show, and they, I think it was getting up uh, picked up for a second season.
2: Yeah, it looks fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I'm really excited about that one.
0: Uh, Victor, what have you been watching?
1: So, at the beginning of this whole quarantine thing, I thought I was going to be able to catch up on so many movies and like watch one every day. But, yeah, I've either been re-watching stuff I've seen before or just haven't really been watching a whole lot of new movies. But one that I saw recently, it's called Extraordinary. Have you guys heard of this one? No. no,
2: I don't think I have.
1: It's like a, it's a, it's a comedy horror movie. I think it's the first, first film of these two directors named Micah Hearn and Edna L- Lohman. I believe is, that's how you say it. And uh, it doesn't really star any relatively big actors, but it does have Will Forte. And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's basically about, a this washed up rock star that had a one hit wonder and he's living in Ireland and uh he's gonna try to he needs to sacrifice a virgin to the devil so he could uh you know get musical power so he could become relevant again and uh it, it's a very a very Taika Waititi esque type movie um it's it has that quirky that quirky humor in it and um it really reminded me of what we do in the shadows it's not like a documentary style or anything but just like the the humor of it.
2: like the comedy style. yeah
1: yeah so it's so it's like kind of it's uh has some dark comedy in there but overall it, it's more of a comedy than than horror and uh i'm just bringing this one up because i feel like it's a little unknown i haven't really heard anyone bring this one up too much um it, it was a pretty good movie it didn't blow me away or anything but i feel i feel like if this is a these director's first movie. I'm gonna be keeping an eye on them to see what else they they work on. But
2: oh, yeah, and you said that was called extraordinary.
1: Extraordinary, yeah. And then uh, um, one of the main characters is this lady who um, who whose father used to have a sort of a paranormal show, and I believe he was able to communicate to ghosts, and um, some of that power sort of passed on to her. So. So uh, there's this other plot where this man's wife passed away, but her his her ghost is still in the house, bothering him, and uh, you know pushing him around still. And eventually, that guy's <laughs> daughter pushes him to contact this this person who could talk to ghosts. But she doesn't really do that anymore. That was like more of in her past. She's a driving instructor now, so she doesn't really want anything to do with that so anymore. But obviously, things things end up changing and uh wackiness ensues from there from then on
2: nice where uh where are you watching that one at
1: i uh i rented it off of prime so okay i didn't see that it was streaming free anywhere or anything but but yeah if you like what we do in the shadows and you know that's that type of humor i would highly recommend extraordinary
2: yeah i know i'll be checking that one out for sure i always love uh i mean i love comedy movies i love horror movies so it's just that great that mix whenever they get together yeah. and, and they do it right
1: yeah aside from that like i said uh, i've just been rewatching a lot of stuff and also mainly shows so
2: what uh what shows are you watching
1: um i've been watching uh have you guys heard of solar opposites
2: yeah yeah i haven't watched yeah. it yet but it's on my list
1: yeah i saw the trailer for it it's like the new show by the one of the creators of rick and morty i, I thought that, yeah. that'd be something to throw on the background while. I'm that's doing a
2: work. justin roiland right
1: yeah yeah I didn't really, I wasn't really looking forward to it or anything, but I I popped it on. Then I actually was surprised of like how well written it is. And it's actually really funny. And uh, I'm super into it. I haven't finished it yet, but I would highly recommend that show. It it does have that like edgy, like middle school kind of humor, you know, like Rick and Morty. But that's what I hear. I mean, you got to be a genius to watch it,
2: right? (laughs) What was that? You got to be a genius to watch it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You (laughs) got to have to get the humor
1: yeah big brain humor <laughs> but check out solar opposites i was surprised by how how good it was
2: yeah i i, I saw that uh well I, I mean you saw the trailer but that immediately went to my list i uh i'm a i'm a fan of justin roiland i know he's kind of a uh you know local uh, well i don't know if you'd call him like one of the local legends but he is from our area he's um, from antique right yeah yeah i believe so uh, so it's always nice just to see that he's still pushing it out there and doing his thing. Yep. So
1: yeah, that's all. That's all I've got for now. Nice,
0: Alex. What have uh What have you been up to? Um, I mostly just been streaming a lot of uh, Hulu, uh, Netflix, and um, Amazon. I was recently um watching uh, Dave, the new show from uh, Little Dickie Dave Bird. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it was it's pretty interesting. It's uh pretty well written. Uh, I think that he's um, he's just really taken his like whole popularity and just kind of pushed it into like a really nice um, little pocket, creative pocket for himself. Of he's writing the show, kind of self-directing and uh, acting, almost following uh, his story of how he was uh, like rising to fame as like a rapper and just kind of like all this goofiness in it. It's almost like a like a Curb meets uh, Atlanta pretty good show to check out uh it's very like i think more mature <laughs> in the yeah. all of like the language and like the um just i don't know just like explicit content in it but it's a, it was a good watch and um aside from that um i had been checking out just some of the newest stuff on disney plus i had checked out that new um the mandalorian uh, document documentary series oh yeah and, yeah yeah i've yeah, been that watching was, that
1: too did you catch a new episode today
0: no, I, I didn't know that they were coming out like that, but I should have guessed that they were going to drop that weekly. But I had checked out the first episode and a little bit of the second one. And um, yeah, so far I'm impressed. The wife and I have just mostly just been streaming TV shows. We had uh, I had started Hollywood. I'm about halfway done with it, and I'm, I'm pretty impressed with that show also. That's on Netflix.
1: Oh, yeah, one of my roommates has been watching that. It looks really good.
2: Yeah, that uh, that one's I'm excited to check out. I think I'm going to start watching that one tonight at some point um but yeah
1: you also remind me I've, I've also been have you guys been watching prop culture on disney plus
2: oh yeah yeah i've been watching that one i checked that's out a, a few cool of them
0: show. i wanted to watch i haven't checked it out yet i was that's really pretty neat to that one
2: yeah yeah i uh i was really excited about that one and uh i've been watching them out of orders because like the first thing i saw was the nightmare before christmas one so i was like all right gonna check that one out and then uh I've been watching them all I think I've watched all of them except for like the Tron and I think there's a Mary Poppins one right yeah 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 those are the two I gotta watch but yeah those are uh I think those are fantastic I think the guy that kind of hosts it's a little bit of like uh um I don't know he's a great host he just has that like uh Fedora neckbeard kind of a yeah. vibe. Yeah. <laughs> but you can you can tell he loves the stuff. Uh he's the he's he, I think he's the uh the perfect host for it cuz he's he's very passionate about it. You can tell he gets really excited whenever he does see like the actual movie props. Uh he's got a genuine love for it and I think he really uh plays that well in the actual show. Um but it's just fantastic to see like, like where these props from movies ended up. Some of them you can go visit, some of them are in somebody's storage shed, you know. Um, but it's just i think it's very fascinating watching uh where you know how how even some of the props got made but where they ended up where are they now you know
1: yeah one of my favorite ones was the the parts of the caribbean one because i love yeah. when they pulled out that that miniature of that giant ship it was yeah. obviously not as big as an actual ship but it took up like a whole garage space
2: oh yeah i I was stoked to see that because i actually got to see um the ships that they built at d23 they had a whole pirate uh, exhibit and they brought out a lot of those ships and i can't say for sure whether that one was there or not but um i'm almost certain that one was there Uh, but they did have those model ships out and it was just so fascinating getting up there and seeing the detail that they really put into these ships that are just like, I mean, they're not miniatures, but compared to a full size ship, they are. I don't know what the scale was, but um, that's what they would use for those uh, scenes where there's a distant shot of you know boats chasing each other. Um, they would film those small sized boats in the water. And it was just very, very cool to see how intricate they got with those.
1: Yeah, I would love to, you know, if they had a museum of just miniatures used in movies, because like I'm so fascinated by them, like especially like Star Wars miniatures oh you know, yeah stuff like that because like you said that's it's, it's sort of like a, a dying art didn't really make miniatures anymore because everything is just you know rendered in the yeah in the computer. yeah and it's so sad because like uh
2: i mean practical effects what makes me really love those older movies you know that's why yeah. i love like horror movies so much it's just because like you know someone's gets someone's head gets chopped off and you you know it's a fake head but you see it sliced off and blood squirts everywhere and it's it's tacky, but it's so amazing. But like the way they've brought those pac- practical effects into like modern movies is so fantastic. The, the little bits of detail that they could put into those like real effects versus like uh, computer graphics is, uh, I mean, it's such a talent to be able to recreate those scenes on such a small scale or I mean, recreate really anything uh,
1: using those practical effects yeah. is so amazing. Yeah, and, uh, and also, like a lot of people don't know, like even movies like The Phantom Menace, which arguably like kind of killed off, you know, a lot of uh, practical effects, um, It actually had a lot of miniatures in it, like all the pod racers, all the pod like, racers were miniatures, like the arena was a miniature. Oh, really? Yeah, like a lot of the stuff in that movie was miniatures. And I think by the time they got to the second or third, they kind of went away with that. But
0: What's the worst movie you've seen during quarantine? And what's the best movie you've seen during quarantine?
1: The worst movie? Ooh. I've got one. Finally got around Dope. to seeing uh, Justice League. <laughs> I, I knew I was holding off on seeing that one for a reason, but that that was a terrible movie. Um, before that, I thought Suicide Squad was probably one of the worst movies I'd ever seen. That has come out recently. Eh, actually, that probably is worse. But Justice League, I just... The characters did not have any chemistry, The the editing was weird the story didn't really captivate me the villain was like I don't even remember his name maybe I'm also not a comic fan so sorry if that pisses anyone off (laughs) I don't really read comics but
2: yeah I I don't know much about DC I was always like more into reading Marvel so I'm probably just as lost as you are have you guys seen that one no. no, I no. I've just kind of avoided DC movies in general. I I don't know. it's just uh I, ever since like the Dark Knight trilogy, like those were those were like really good, and then it just like I don't know. I just feel like they lost it. Like they're I don't know. There's just something missing. And I know Marvel has their like typical formulas. Like you can kind of plan out how a Marvel movie is going to go just by the beginning of it. But
1: mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. They're they're engaging, but like DC movies have just like completely lost me
0: yeah speaking in the vein of dc uh i was able to watch birds of prey i I rented that one and i wouldn't say it's terrible but i wouldn't say it's good (laughs) i think it sits a little bit below right in the middle so yeah so what's your worst movie you've seen over quarantine then i'm not too sure about that one yeah Yeah. i I don't know if there's a worst
2: that i've seen um but also i haven't just with everything going on and just like working every like just the way that life's been uh, just hasn't been as much that I've really got to catch. Um, Well, I'll say this. So I I finally got around to watching Portrait of a Lady on Fire. It was absolutely fantastic. I, I love that movie. Um, So good. Uh, I think, I think Michael talked about it on our first episode, so I won't really go into it. Uh, Yeah, it's fantastic movie. I think it's still streaming on Hulu. So check it out if you haven't. Um, Another movie that I watched that was just kind of like, it was good. I think I, would have liked a little bit more out of it. But I don't know if you've heard of that movie The Platform, I think it was called. Yeah. Is it a Netflix great. one? Yeah. 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 I watched that one. I think I gave it like a three out of five stars. Um it was interesting. I love the concept. It was um fascinating to see. Like the the concept of the movie is that uh these I suppose like prisoners, um they're on these different levels of this I, I assume tower or I mean who knows what it is because you never see the outside but it's like this tower and there's these different levels and on every single floor there's a hole or like a rectangular hole in the floor and you could look all the way down and you could look all the way up and there's a number that you're assigned to. And every month you get moved to a different floor. And the idea is that if you get the top floor, there's this platform that moves down and it has a full, um, it has a full range of food. It has like wine, water, like Uh, chicken, cakes, all different kinds of stuff. And so the people on the top floor get to eat first. And the movie really kind of shows how selfish you are when you are in a position of power. If you're on that top floor, uh, you're going to eat as much as you can. And if you're on those bottom floors, you're getting bones. If you're lucky, you're getting scraps. Like, you're getting nothing. Uh, So it's kind of like a power dynamic of, you know, one day you're on this level and you're sitting high and another – day you're on this level and you're begging for food uh so it just kind of shows like how power gets to people um it's got like those political like um undertones and things like that uh but it, it was interesting i think it's worth watching um i wouldn't expect you know an amazing movie out of it but it's definitely uh i had i had a good time watching it i thought it was very interesting
0: okay i i got my worst movie i, I totally like was trying to erase this movie from my memory because it was so. Bad. Um, <laughs> It's called Serenity. Have you guys heard of it? I've heard of it. I haven't watched yeah. it. Matthew McConaughey and um, uh, Anne Hathaway. okay it. it's it's uh, I don't know where I streamed this at. it was it's on one of the streaming. Um, but it's it basically it's about Matthew McConaughey living on this like island or something. Um, and he has he's having like this he's like a drunk sailor or something like that and uh, he's just kind of very problematic. And Anne Hathaway's there, and she has, like, an abusive husband, and he's kind of, like, interested in her, and she wants to, like, pay him to kill her husband and <laughs> save, like, I think I think they have a kid together or something, that's the thing. I don't know, I, I try to push that out of my brain, but basically, it's like, the kid is, like, this weird uh, video game obsessed kid, I don't know, weirdo, that, like, makes this, like, fake world on his computer screen, and... It somehow it ties into like Matthew McConaughey's life. (laughs) Don't watch this movie. That sounds awful. It was so weird. I was so invested in it. And then by the end, uh, we were just very confused. And I was, I I don't know. I was wishing that I I spent more time watching The Simpsons than this.
1: (laughs) Oh, I've been watching a lot of Simpsons lately too. Yeah. It's like my go-to yeah, put on while I'm in the thing. office.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I really have a, a worst movie that I've seen. Uh, some of them weren't the greatest, but uh, nothing that really jumped out as being an absolutely terrible movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like I said, I'm so busy with work and everything else going on. We got a lot of other projects that we do work on. Um, so I haven't had a chance to really catch too much other than just watching TV shows and whatever's
1: on Disney Plus. But yeah. So um, I think you guys talked about this on your first podcast, but hands down, the best thing I've seen is Uncut Gems. Oh, yeah. I disagree. Yeah. It was like an <laughs> incredible movie. I loved it. And then also then we also watched uh, Good Time, which I didn't like as much, but it was still really? good. I think the thing I love about it is like uh, like, you know, you have Robert
2: Pattinson who takes on these like roles that aren't. I mean, he's in the big Hollywood, but he also takes these roles that, Probably nobody would have really tried for you know, and,
0: yeah. And he just kind of elevates that movie. But um, yeah, I really like that. I, I I agree. I I kind of like. I don't. I'm really torn. I love Uncut Gems. That's like one of my favorite movies like of the year, and it can um, continues to be. But I really have. I uh, when I every time I revisit a good time, I I like the movie more and more. I don't know. I just like that dynamic between uh, Benny Safdie and Robert Pattinson's character. It's, yeah i don't know it's just like a crazy movie there's a lot of things in it that i don't like and i don't agree with uh, but but oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah but i do like it but overall i i would say yeah uncut gems is a better production yeah, oh, that, yeah. that was yeah, a fantastic
1: far. movie it was so stressful but i loved it sandman got robbed you did oh yeah for sure yeah no that movie was so intense what a great performance
2: yeah, great performance. Uh, just everything about it. The um, I mean the the soundtrack. Yeah. Just the, I mean the, the overall like shots in general. Um, it really built up so much suspense and so much tension. You could feel all the terrible mistakes he's making. But I mean, you're watching him. You're like, he's so comfortable doing this, and I'm so stressed yeah. out sitting in my movie theater seat, or when I was able to go to the theaters. But you know, when I watched it in the theaters, like. I was sitting there so uncomfortable, and he's playing it so well. You could tell that this is not the first time this guy's been in a lot of trouble.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for them to top um, uncut, uncut gems, gem, yeah. Especially especially riding off of good time to uncut gems. Like I don't know, yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do next, but I, I kind of have a lot of faith in those guys. Yeah,
2: I know they've talked about like a lot of ideas and plots or like storylines that they've had, um, and I think there's a lot out there that they said they were gonna kind of go towards i don't remember what it was i remember being excited listening about it but um yeah i'm just excited for whatever they're gonna put out they said they're
1: working on something with nathan fielder which i love nathan fielder so i'm definitely looking forward to whatever that is they said it's like a horror some a horror series i think oh yeah so we'll see what that is that's
2: exciting yeah yeah anything they do
1: i'll be there for it it, the one thing that was different about that from good time was how close the camera was to everyone's face i didn't i yeah. know they love making you feel uncomfortable but when i was watching good time it's just like it's like <laughs> dude like back up a little bit it's like i could see it's just like robert pattinson's face like shaky cam like cutting to you know like the, like the other character like talking
2: yeah i could i could see that I think where that works well, though, and it, yeah. it, I mean, it all kind of ties together being A24 Robert Pattinson, but the lighthouse uh, where that kind of cramped um, claustrophobic setting worked so well when you just have these up close face shots.
1: Yeah, that was uh, definitely like the best thing I've seen since this whole craziness and cut gems. Right. So you guys talked about it a lot last time but I'm here. Yeah, we it. did. We could
2: you know, let's we're just gonna start an Uncut Gems podcast. <laughs> we're just gonna we <laughs> weekly review uh, of Uncut Gems. Um but uh yeah so Victor for people who don't know um you know you have your own business um tell us what you do and tell us what you uh what you got coming up.
1: Yeah so I run a pin and apparel brand called Ursa Major Supply and uh basically I just got into this Pin world where I'm. I, I design pins and sometimes shirts, sometimes hats, and, uh, and yeah, I design them well. Thank you. Yeah, I just yeah. <laughs> I just work on those no, they're fan- they're fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, I just work on those from home. Every I run everything from home here, and uh I used to do events. I had this big old plan to start doing like at least two events a month, but that fell through. <sighs> I think I was supposed to be in New York this weekend or Arizona Uh, some yeah I was planning on like you know doing conventions all over the place but obviously those plans got you know the whole coronavirus thing but um yeah and I basically I love movies and I love art so you know naturally that's where that's where that came from I just I love making pins based on movies based on props from movies um you know I do Star Wars stuff uh, it's
2: it's mostly like, uh, like pop culture. Uh, I've seen you have some like video game ones, um, you know, any, anything kind of in that kind of a culture, but, uh, yeah, no, I think, I think they're fantastic. Um, I think everything you put out kind of fits that, that culture of like, if you're into movies, video games, like just kind of like, I don't want to say like that nerd culture, but it's almost on that edge where it's like, these are very finely made pins. Uh, But it's, yeah, they're just done so well. Um, You just did the recent Indiana Jones ones.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, You
2: want to talk about those ones a little bit?
1: Yeah, so I've been watching a lot of, like, history of, like, Disneyland stuff on YouTube. And I watched that, like, Imagineering show. And so I was just feeling, like, really inspired. And uh, I I was like, I want to make some Disneyland pins. So I, I made one that was sort of based on Pirates of the Caribbean. And then I was like, I want to do something like, I want to keep doing this. So I, I, I was thinking about the Indiana Jones ride, and I love how they give you the impression that there's three different rooms to that ride. For yeah. Those that don't
2: know. Even even if it doesn't work anymore. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's this thing where you could you're either gonna enter the room of treasures, youth, or future, and it's really just like lighting on the statue. But then you enter this room, and it's like this big statue of this this idol named Mara. And uh, I just thought that was a really cool idea that I could make into a pin. But like, I made these blind bag pins where I designed three different versions of that statue. And whenever you buy a blind bag pin, you don't know which of the three you're gonna get. Very much like how when you go on the ride, you don't know which room you're gonna enter. You know? Uh, Yeah, it's a great concept. So yeah so I worked on those and been working on some other stuff I, I I finished up a haunted mansion design but probably won't release that one until October obviously oh yeah so makes sense uh,
2: well hopefully uh, hopefully you can uh, ride the haunted mansion by the time they're they're out
1: yeah we'll see what happens uh, so i guess some things are opening up in orlando right like the restaurants and stuff or like
2: yeah uh, I, yeah i don't i don't want to get political about it but <laughs> <laughs> I, I i don't know if that was the right decision yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know it will i mean we'll see what happens we don't have to talk about like covid too much because you know everybody does but yeah it is for sure especially i mean c- you know what we do is like we work we watch movies like i can't go to the movie theater um and it like that's a it's a total bummer yeah like you know, I have some days off where it's just like, I'm the only one at the house. I'll just go catch a movie. And that's just not something I could do right now. But yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see how it goes. But I mean, we're all we're all sticking in there. I hope you uh, everybody out there is too. Um, But I guess to kind of transition off of that. um, You know, we do partner with the State Theater. Uh, They have a lot of exciting stuff that's been coming out. Uh, I don't know if anybody saw it. But uh, they recently did a drive-in movie theater in um, partnership with one of the local. I think it's like one of the local churches. I, I forget who, but you know they got the large parking space. You can drive up, watch a movie uh, while being socially distant. Um, so they're doing a lot of things like that. Um, I think uh, I, I'm, I I think it's sold out. So they're probably going to be uh, doing some more of those as long as this thing's going on. They're doing their uh, curbside popcorn pickup. If you haven't had the popcorn at the state theater. You've got to have it. It's the best popcorn around, hands down. Um, but yeah, I, you know, there's a few things that are, um, you know, just from talking to people at this state that are very exciting that are going to be coming up that you should definitely look out for.
1: Yeah. Love the state theater. Yeah.
0: I was excited to see that they're uh, starting the whole drive-in thing. I believe it's at Shelter Cove in uh, Modesto okay yeah that sounds yeah. right but um yeah i thought it would be kind of a cool idea maybe if we were to if they keep this up we were to attend one maybe be in our cars and just kind of maybe do kind of like a talk through the movie so that's a potential idea for uh trying to get a little bit more content out while we're unable <laughs> to get more of the theater experience i mean best case scenario is like uh you
2: know we get actual drive-ins back yeah yeah be sweet.
1: i know there's been an influx in like physical media sales too so i wonder if that's oh yeah change anything because i was like i was thinking like physical media that's gonna be done like at least in big retail stores like a couple more years at most
0: lucky for us we have like uh, large selections of blu-rays because we're (laughs) we're physical boys and (laughs)
2: yeah i'm looking at it now i have
0: uh, <laughs> yeah when uh, when you've watched everything on netflix and hulu and all the streaming platforms that you still have the hard copies and uh
2: yeah and I'm, I'm so bad with it though because i have uh i'm looking at my shelf of blu-rays right now and there's probably at least like five to ten blu-rays that are still shrink wrapped oh <laughs> i, I, that I bought it yeah, I bought it and I
0: still haven't got around to it yet, but it's there waiting for me to watch it. So yeah, that's how I am with uh, Michael dropped off. Uh, I think he had gotten it for me for my, my birthday last year and he didn't give it to me until like a couple months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it's rush hour one, two and three, like the, the whole box set, <laughs> nice. with like the sweet art on top of it. That's yeah, still in the plastic wrap. But I like I'm just waiting till like, you know, I finished Netflix to pop that bag back in the whole
1: netflix series yeah
0: just um, the, Should whole, the entire collection i'm gonna finish that
1: wacky times that's for sure but uh
2: yeah so i mean uh i mean we're we're doing this as best as we can we got a got a pretty good setup for not being in the same room with everybody so uh, i think you know recording like this the audio quality will only get uh better from here um but yeah i mean it's we're, we're still out here we're still doing our thing you know i know a lot of people haven't heard from us in a long time but uh we've just been busy being essential and uh making the best of everything so uh yeah hopefully we get a little bit more of a consistent schedule with this and uh yeah we'll see how it goes from there
0: yep just uh bear with us You yeah, know, we are all just struggling through this together um Tyler's essential I'm essential Victor's killing it with the pin game uh, <laughs> so how, how, how long did it take for your newest pin to sell out
1: uh the one I dropped today sold out in five minutes there you go Whoa. but that's not that's not a typical thing
0: yeah have you if you haven't checked it out it, uh, his quality is just getting better and better it's uh, Lord of the Rings I don't know anything about Lord of the Rings but this is a sweet pin it's amazing when they
1: brought it to galaxy but you were too
0: busy i guess i can't commit to watching lord of the rings i don't know what it is about it like i want to see it but i kind of don't care but, you, you gotta yeah. watch it dude. Yeah,
2: they're, they're great i um little backstory on myself i watched lord of the rings for my birthday every year the years they were released because they used to release around the same week as my birthday and so every year i remember one year it was that uh i'm almost certain it was that brendan i could be mistaken um but i had a whole row reserved for me and all my friends and we went to watch lord of the rings and up in like the booth behind us there was like a cake i had it i uh, it was oh, like dope. the dopest thing ever and then i got a little uh like a film cell it was probably just like a cheap little thing oh, they had probably, and they were like here kid but it's probably galaxy <laughs> It might have been, but
0: I it was a long time ago and I don't I don't remember yeah. if Galaxy was around back then. I don't know. I remember I had um, dude, I, I had watched I, I wanna say it's Galaxy. I watched like Spy Kids Two or something for my birthday one year. <laughs> and they <laughs> It, yeah. it could have been Galaxy. And I think like yeah. Scooby Doo, like the first one, had come out and uh, I think that's what like the, the one of the cells that they gave me too. <laughs> Like you were able to like walk through like the projection room. <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah.
2: There's, yeah, exactly. And then they just give you like a random cell from yeah, like some, yeah, on the like a little film.
1: <laughs> was, was it really like real, drip ring or
2: anything or? Nah, it's just no. I think it was in like a little plastic sleeve, like just a cheap little. Okay. uh Maybe maybe in some cardboard or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I, I have that thing anymore. I, but
0: <laughs> I swear mine was like off, straight off the cutting room floor. That was like scratches <laughs> and, and stuff. But yeah. See, we're the real day ones right there. Uh, going, I just tea. found it on
2: the floor. Like, hey, here, kid, happy, happy movie theater
0: birthdays. You guys thought this podcast came overnight. We've been doing this. for years. <laughs> I've had a McDonald's birthday party once. Oh, I I've never I haven't, but I've been to one.
1: <laughs>
0: Wait, did it? Did it have like a Nintendo sixty four setup too?
1: Yeah, they had the Nintendo sixty four like on. Nice. And uh, then they gave you. us a yellow McDonald's cake. Uh, so. Yellow truck.
0: <laughs> sick and nothing says like n- like 90s birthday or, or early 2000s birthday like that orange drink right in the cooler yeah. i can't <laughs> be like the only one that had that rented at parties even if you weren't at mcdonald's different <laughs> different times
1: yeah that, yeah that's for sure but Whoa. if you haven't seen lord of the rings you got to watch lord of the rings
0: you know what i think maybe i'll make it my mission i'll, I'll watch it and then i'll review it on here and just crush your guys's feelings, like.
1: Well, if you're going crush, into it with that mindset, might. then I, you're already.
0: No, I'm, I'm gonna be super open-minded about it, but I don't think I'm gonna like it.
2: I don't know. I think you might be surprised, um but also if you don't have that kind of like interest in like the fantasy kind of a world, it might not hit you the way it did for me. I, but then again, like I, I I eat that stuff up, right? Like i'm currently i'm writing a dungeons and dragons campaign that's themed about like disneyland uh so like that stuff just
0: like hits me i i love it I, i'm not a i'm not a huge like fantasy guy i don't know if does lord of the rings have like dragons and stuff in it
1: i wouldn't say i'm a big fantasy guy but i'm a big like movie guy and i just think lord yeah. of the rings is just like near perfection it's like perfection to me like yeah. the perfect trilogy. I don't know well
2: it's it's a great story and it's in a completely you know different setting like you're not on earth you're in middle earth like it's just i i think it's just a fantastic story uh it's a very well made movie uh one of my one of my favorite directors um
1: but yeah is there dragons there's dragons but there's oh, a man. dragon in the Hobbit and then there's creatures that are like dragons in the Lord of the Rings but there, they're not are, actually dragons. Are there potatoes Be, in it? best, dir- best director. <laughs> Isn't that like worth a lot of money?
2: I don't know, maybe. Uh well, it's a it's a podcast so we will say. It. I'm holding up a VHS of Dead Alive which was I believe it's his second film. I know the Peter Blu-ray Draft's at least it's like
1: film. sells for 100. Either. Oh, yeah,
2: it's like 200, 300 dollars for the for the Blu-ray. Um, but yeah, no, I don't, I don't know if the VHS is worth a lot. Maybe I I think if anything, it's maybe like 30 bucks, 40 bucks. If it is
1: so bad, he's not really working on any movies right now. The last one he did was, uh, they shall not grow old. I guess, you know,
2: yeah, I want to watch that one. That one looks good.
1: I've heard good things. Yeah. I watched it. it. I think it's streaming on prime. Oh, nice. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give that a watch for sure. But yeah we're, we're de- derailing here I'm not sure if you guys were trying to end it off there or not but i I think we were but <laughs> I mean uh, <laughs> we're, we're having fun yeah it's yeah. been it's Probably been a good, while since I talked movies so I just get excited
2: yeah we'll, we're, we're gonna do this again for sure soon uh we'll have you back um it's been yeah it's been a lot of fun i, I I'm glad to be sitting in the seat with the mic in front of me it's a it's a good feeling uh'll we'll, we'll be getting a little bit more consistent with this
1: look forward to it
2: and then alex is gonna make the mess of a audio jumble that we've created into something that sounds nice so props to him uh but yeah so we'll we'll close it out here um follow us on social media you know take me to your theater Uh, i think we're only on instagram with that uh, we're going to be linking to everybody who we're partnered with, who supports us. We'll be linking to Victor with or uh, some major supply. Uh, we'll be linking to the State Theater, so definitely check them out. Uh, support them as much as you support us. Um, but yeah,
0: support small businesses. Hit up Victor for some pins. Uh, he has. Uh, he also has a pin with the State Theater. Oh that's yeah, yeah, sweet.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I designed so. the 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 marquee pin that have for sale in their uh, lobby so if you've ever seen that that was done by me well well thanks for having me, guys that was a lot of fun
0: yeah, yeah.
2: it's great having you on yeah, thanks for we'll do this again
1: for hanging out of course
0: all right and uh well, stay safe wash your hands and uh stay away from people see you in the next Woo-hoo. one
2: Well, that wasn't terrible.
0: (laughs) I'm still (laughs) recording. I'm going to leave that in there.
1: (laughs) Well, that wasn't terrible.